episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Going, Alex, mate. It's really good. What's uh, what's going on? Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, I can hear you. Good. Yep. Hmm. Uh, something going on with the ears. That's all right. We'll just roll with it anyway. Yeah, roll with it. See how it goes. How you been? All right. Uh, I'm doing pretty fucking good, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's been like a really crazy. God, when did I get announced? Like, I think two weeks. Yeah. And- a whirlwind like new band new song playing sold out shows gone to america it's sort of like you can't make this shit up like it's a bit of a dream (laughs) and i'm just trying to enjoy one day at a time because it's very overwhelming (laughs) i could imagine because it seems like it was just bam 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 just it was all nothing but good news just all hit yeah um i've been like i've been in the band for about four months um like i was asked to join and then it was like head down. There was a lot to be done because all of this shit was already in motion. Like there was already the intention of like probably an Oz tour. The Bad Omens tour was already locked in for the band. So it was like I had a like a freaky timeline that I needed to turn a miracle around, like learn guitar, learn the songs, record a song, record a single, do a film clip. Like it was just I've had my head down so focused that I think only in the past like two weeks I've been able to just enjoy and be like, fuck, this actually happened. Like, this this it actually worked. And now I'm just pinching myself. So it's really good. And the reaction's been amazing. Like, I've been seeing all the comments. So many people are behind you, which is just so awesome to see. Everyone's cheering for you, you know? No, I actually can't believe it because there's such a strong, um, like, amazing history of female keyboardist vocalists didn't make them suffer and they have so much support and like you can see that in the fan base like all the commentary and everything especially when a new like a shadow was announced that someone was coming on and no one knew who it was yet and you could see the support for all the previous members like we hope it's this we hope it's that and I think that's that's wonderful so for me I was like all right I'm bracing myself for potentially people to say I'm disappointed I don't know if I like it but everyone's just so positive (laughs) And they love the song. They love the sound. They're open-minded to accept me and then see where the music goes. So, yeah, you can't ask for more than that. It's actually pretty amazing. Do you think that's because you've already established let me, let me start that one again. Established <laughs> yourself within the heavy music scene in Australia. Like, we all know you. We all, we all love your work. So it just seems like it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's an obvious choice. It's like, yeah, I mean, it could go both ways because, well, first of all, I I never really considered that I would be like that really well known or established, but I guess there are people who do know me previously, uh, which is lovely. Um, But sometimes when you have someone come in who like maybe has been a front man or maybe has a very established persona or something like that, and then you try and put that with an epic band who was super established, you think like maybe it could clash, maybe people wouldn't like it, but somehow this just worked out so well (laughs) like everything worked out and uh, yeah it's just awesome like the vibe with between myself and the guys like the way recording turned out 
I think Sean and my voice actually like our vocals work really well together as yeah. well, which is very surprising. Like, but it it does. Um, I don't know. It was obviously meant to be. <laughs> how, how did it come about? Because you guys live close by, right? Yeah, it's a look, it's a freaking cool story, and there's so much more to it than I can even put into words, but like so so half of the band are in Perth and Nick McLernan, the guitarist, he's in Melbourne and he is like two streets away from me. And basically Melbourne had a brutal lockdown and we were not allowed to travel. Like for the rest of Australia that maybe didn't have this, we weren't allowed to travel past our five kilometer freaking bubble, right? Yeah, yeah. The only thing we were allowed to do is go outside and meet one person and we we're only allowed to exercise. And I just remember like seeing Nick online. I was like, he lives alone. I live alone. We both love music. I'm just going to reach out to this guy and say, do you want to go for a run? Like it was so random. And I remember I was a bit nervous too, because I actually love making stuff. I'm a bit of a fan. So I was like, is it going to be weird? But like, fuck it. You, you know, we've got to connect. Like, we, you know, it's very lonely being alone. So we ended up yeah. meeting up and going for a run. And we just had this awesome run. We were talking about music. And he was telling me awesome stories about tour shenanigans. And I was just thinking to myself, oh, I would love to be a part of that. That's awesome. But this is really, this is a really enjoyable experience. And we sort of hit it off. We had a really good energy, like a very motivated, let's like achieve shit energy. I don't know. Just We just clicked really well. So we went for a couple of runs throughout lockdown. And then lockdown ended and we stayed friends. We sort of just partied together a little bit, like our at events and things like that. But we sort of went our separate ways, had our separate lives. And maybe six months ago, we bumped into each other again at a few random events, like a birthday. And we ended up having like epic DNMs about how we were both in the same emotional state with our music careers, being like, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's ending. And I feel like the world is ending. Like, I don't want to lose this dream. We've come so far. And we just had these really epic conversations being like, I hope it works out for you. I hope it works out for you. But neither of us clicked at the time. And then I bumped into him again in the middle of the road on a day off from work, super random. Like the universe is just like, hey, let's put you guys together and bump into each other. And I bumped into him and he was like, I don't know what's happening. And I was like, same, I think my band's done. And I said to him, I go, who knows, maybe one day we'll be side by side on stage. And I hope it works out for you, mate, all the best. And then we parted ways. And something like clicked in his head where he was like, oh, shit, maybe Alex can be in the <laughs> And like I had never thought it because I'm more of a vocalist. Like I played piano when I was young. I played lots of instruments, but not for like 10 years. So I never thought they would take me on. And like that night, I get a message from him being like, we need to talk. (laughs) And I I knew, I knew straight away. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to ask me to join. I could feel it. And it was like a 20, like the next day we met up and he was like, right, what do you think? And I was like, it's a yes, but give me 24 hours again. He was like, yeah, I'm going to take 24 hours. We're going to go away. We're just going to let it sink in. And in that time, he, like, asked all the band members. I had already decided it was 100% yes. Like, you cannot turn down this opportunity. Came back together and it was like, let's go. And from that moment, it was like, I'm buying this, I'm buying that, I'm learning this, you're recording this date, you're flying here, and it just, that's it. It was honestly, like, fate. It was just really crazy. I'm getting, like, bumps, <laughs> mate. I love, love those stories. It's just, it's like yeah. the universe just knows at the right time. But there's all this other trippy shit that happened. Like, oh, just these two other examples that happened. Yeah. So years ago, and I have screenshot proof, Make Them Suffer accidentally followed me on Instagram when they only followed the band members. 
And I, someone had obviously been in Make Them Suffer account and not their personal account, accidentally followed me. I woke up the next day, saw it, and I took a screenshot and I sent it to Sean and I was like, I'm flattered. But obviously this was a mistake. And he was like, oh, yeah, thanks for letting us know, Alex. You know, all the best. I still got that screenshot. And another thing happened where I got like my tax return back and I was like, how am I going to afford? Because I bought all this shit myself. I own that guitar is mine, baby. Like I, I invested in this. I wanted to make this work. And I was like, how am I going to afford this guitar? And I got my tax back. And I shit you not, I have the screenshot. On the receipt from my tax return, I've got MTS in the tax return trans- transaction. It, I, I fuck, like, what the fuck in my bank account? And I use that money to pay for that guitar. <laughs> That's insane. I was like, we are in the matrix, like hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, man. I just <laughs> mate, everything the universe is looking after you. Hey, it's all 100%. that is so it's magic. It's just freaky. It's a so, so I love it. <laughs> so I mean, the, the single Doom Switch is just fucking incredible. Like that dropped, and we were all sending it to each other. I like, mean, the boys, look, you see this? It's, it's so brutal. But man, like the response has just been awesome to that as well. Like it's everywhere. It's blown up completely. Like are you keeping tabs on you gotta be keeping tabs on that for sure. I'm definitely, I'm definitely keeping tabs on it. Um again, couldn't have anticipated it. Um for so many factors, I just didn't think it would blow up. But the more the more I watch it, the more I kind of get it because it's so high energy and there's certain riffs, like the riffs, like the first riff, like it's so down tuned and so heavy. And then it kicks, like then there's the lo-fi little, little bridge a little bit. And then it kicks into that big punch in the face riff. And like, I get it now. And I, I love watching reaction videos. I can't stop watching them. And then I get to relive everyone's experience and certain things like that happen in the song and then the way people react to it. And it, it's a fucking good song. Yeah. I can definitely agree. Like I do, I think it's just high energy, fast paced, exciting, all this shit happening. And yeah, I'm, I'm just very happy that obviously it has blown up and like every morning I'll wake up and be like, what's, what's YouTube. So I think it's like almost 300,000 plays in a week. Um, and I've like, I've got a little bucket list of things I'd love to achieve as a musician. And one of them would be to have like, just to be in a song that's got over a million views on YouTube, like yeah. just a little thing. Like, it's just silly, but I would love that. And silly. this could be the one, like maybe in a couple of months, like if it got there, I would, that would be me down. Like I'm done. I don't need more than that. I'm happy. But I reckon it, it's, it's possible. I mean, I even saw Jaster, Jamie Jaster, like retweeted it. Like that's yeah. like insane. That dude knows what's what's up, you know. I know he actually. I so he followed me on Instagram. I followed him, and I tagged him, and he followed me back. And I'm like, "You're a fucking legend, dude. Avery <laughs> is sick. And you're a fucking legend." So there you go. Has there been anyone else, like any uh, your other heroes or, or peers that you, you know, that you've seen sort of go, you know? Yeah, not yet. No. Yeah, but um. Maybe, maybe one day. I've got to earn my stripes though. Like I want to feel like I deserve it. Obviously I've come into a heavily established band. Like I want to put in the work, like really learn how to be an instrumentalist and perform really well. And then if I get any of that recognition or I get to meet those people, then I would feel better about it that way. Because it is, it really is a different role. I mean, you're, you're, 
one of the best front people in the country and you always have been like you, you, you can command a crowd and now you've got to do that and play at the same time. And like, it's, you know, it's like patting the head and the tummy at the same time. Like it's, it's hard to do like how, I mean, you've, you played shows with it already. How how you sort of get into that role? It's a totally different role. And it's funny because when I was learning the songs, I started with the piano first because I was like, vocals will take care of themselves. I'll be fine. So I'm learning the piano. I'm learning some of the songs. And it's funny because some of the piano parts like go down the scale and the vocals go up and the vocal melody goes up. And I remember when I first tried to put two and two together, it felt like my brain was like splitting in half. I was like, oh, that's hard. <laughs> that's really hard. But um, I think I'm getting there. Practice helps funnily enough and um i got to the point where i was like all right i think i can do this but yeah going onto the stage it's totally different to being the front man because it's it's so different you've got to find peace and calm in taking a step back and engaging with the audience in moments of still like like not stillness because it's fucking chaos but like i'm still for a moment and i've got to find my power in having moments of doing nothing and connecting with the other members, connecting with the crowd, then going back to the various things that I'm doing. And it's so different just being the front man. Yeah, you're just constantly on the go. You can talk, you can point at people. It's just, so it's a totally different vibe, but I actually really enjoy it because it's just pushing me to be better in every way and skills that I didn't think I could learn this late in life. Like basically starting from scratch in so many ways, but it's, like it's working and yeah. then we get to turn around on stage and look at fucking make them suffer and they're such good performers they like they literally are a step up so i'm like all right i there's a lot of work to be done here but just i'm just throwing my energy i'm just trying to enjoy every moment of it and i think the show is going really well so i'm just well, if you didn't get a ticket like <laughs> Pretty much, it's all sold out. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it's sold out. Like, maybe we got through half. Like, we might have just played Brisbane, or yeah. it's sold out just before Brisbane. But I'm pretty sure on that night, or the at least the morning after, totally sold out. And I think Adelaide is notoriously hard to sell out, and that sold out more than we can advance, which is sick. That is, it is crazy. Now Adelaide. And yeah, it's and it's only just gonna get bigger because the next time around, like it's just yeah, insane. Insane. Yeah. But I did want to ask you about something about the video. You you work with Colin Jeffs, who's yes. like a legend Beast. up this way. Like such a cool dude. Yeah. Um it was shot in Brisbane, right? It was. That way. Yeah. And now that way. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually from Brisbane. Are you? I, yeah, I grew up in Brisbane, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's why I'm a legend. Because <laughs> Brisbane people are awesome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. I thought you were from always from down. You learn something new every day, huh? Brizzy, Brizzy girl. There you go. But it was, what was it, the paint factory or something? Yeah, it was in the paint factory. I think it was in Yoronga. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's so incredible, that video. Like, it's, it, it sort of set the bar very, very <laughs> Colin made us work for it. I will tell you that. (laughs) Colin made us work for it. And 
he would send Nick these voice memos and I remember like I was nervous, right? Because film clips are hard. Performance clips are freaking hard. They're physically exhausting. You've got to go so hard to get the energy. And Colin was sending Nick these voice messages leading up to it going, dude, get ready. I'm going to make you go through so many fucking plays. And I was like, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Just let us walk in blissfully ignorant, Colin. So we all walked in. Like, I walked in shooting myself knowing it was going to hurt, and it did, but it worked. Like, he he just pushed for every possible way, especially in a performance clip, to capture without any narrative to get the differentiation and scenes to cap, to keep the, the audience captivated for the whole five minutes. It's not a short song either. And, yeah. yeah, he just pushed it, and then the result was fucking amazing. Making a video is a lot harder than just getting up there and playing a show. I've got to do it this Tuesday. Oh, and like, I just, I'm like, I feel like I'm just not prepared because I know, I, you know, you forget you that. Know. And then afterwards, like, you're like, I just feel like I've done like 20 shows in one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. And you get like a concussion after from headbanging. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like six hours of straight performing as well. Yep. And then you're seeing stars. You're like transcending consciousness afterwards. You're like, oh, my God, I've ascended. Like, that's how hard it is if anyone's never done a performance clip before. Yeah. People just go, oh, it's like making a TikTok. No, it's not. You have no idea. No. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to move like double what you would do on stage. Yeah. It takes days. days oh, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <Enjoy laughs> <that. laughs> But uh, I did want to ask about the, the keytar, but in the video, there's like a MIDI pad. Yeah, my launch pad, my Ableton. That's so launch. sick. Yeah, it's cool. And that's something I had wanted to expand into previously before Make Them Suffer even came along because I love electronic music. But I've always been like, it's such a big wide world. I don't even know where to start. And when Nick floated the idea, he was like, what do you think about keytar? <laughs> and samples and I was like yes like there was a there was a, a moment of hesitation with the guitar but then I was like nah you got me and it's it's basically yeah just like a sample pad links up to Ableton Live um you can run it through a few different things and you can just fucking do anything like I can put the whole song every piano part press a button stare back and just go sick <laughs> but I can also import those tones into the guitar really and so I can import thousands of samples through a library, like a cloud library, import that into the FX channel on the keytar and play that. So I'm like, my mind is blown. I, I don't know where to start with. Like I can play a sample anywhere I want, do anything I want. There's so much to explore with it. Like it's going to take me, I reckon, a good year until I'm like decided how I want to do it all and really pushed the limits yeah, yeah, yeah. on some of these things. So, yeah, it's really good. That's so exciting, especially having a keytar as well. You can walk up to the front of the stage and, you know, yes, do that I too. Can. Yeah, and... yeah well, I was packed for it. I'm going to hold it like a guitarist. I have been challenged to do a keytar spin. Oh, yeah. Is it wireless? I don't have a wireless pack yet. Okay. So I can't do a spin yet um, without making a mess, but... <laughs> we'll, we'll get there and i'll have to do a bit of practice so i don't take out like jaya because we're both stayed right i don't want to take him out so we'll see how we go oh mate <laughs> it's gonna be, happen, it'll be the first thing ever i think that's like a guinness world records thing right there you'll be setting i don't think anyone's done that with a keto that's actually sick and if that's the case i'm gonna find that out <laughs> and i'm gonna put yeah. myself do it for a keytar spin but i'll probably have to do like the most amount of keytar spins on stage at a metal show like some really ridiculous thing like it won't just be a spin it'll be like 
over the gym, like at this altitude, this many spins at this angle. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll find it'll it. be, yeah, just so no one can ever follow. No. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. At this time of the moon on this day. Yeah. 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 Do yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, man, heaps of stuff coming up for you. Of course, you got this uh, North American tour as well. Man, that's going to be heaps of cool. That, who, who's that with? So it's a Bad Omens album tour for, I think it's The Concrete Jungle, it's called. Um, I might have got that one wrong. but So it's their headline, American tour, North American tour in Canada. Um, seven weeks of shows. It was originally six, but it sold out so fast. They upgraded every venue and they start, they've added shows at the start and the end. So that adds a week onto the shows, which is unreal. Um, then Dayseeker, who are blowing up in America, they're an amazing band there. Main support, then Make Them Suffer, and Thousand Below, who are also unreal. So it's pretty stacked, evidently. Yeah. It's sold out. And I think someone said the other day, it's 44,000 tickets were sold across the shows. Like, it's, it's psycho. <laughs> it's insane. It's awesome. It is. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so excited for you. Hey. And what about new tunes you guys working on some new uh new bangers uh i mean i can't really say but yes i mean of course it's oh, it's of course it's coming like that's like that's obvious but i just can't be like there's an album yet i can't i can't give anything away but no, I know. it's definitely coming and it won't be long how long can't say. <laughs> I'm not allowed. No, I know. I'm on probation. I'm not allowed to say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't wait to hear what you guys do next. It's super exciting. And and as someone that, you know, I've followed you for a while. And, you know, because I've had you on the show back for, you know, Drown the City and, and just I'm so excited for, for what you, you've got coming up, mate. It's so cool. Thank you. I'm really happy. It's nice to still be here and like that this can be the start of something long-term hopefully so i'm very very happy it's just the beginning mate yeah <laughs> that's the beginning well uh thanks for hanging out on the show i really appreciate you uh joining me again thank you i really appreciate it, it was awesome love it no worries i'll have all the links down here too and uh hey tell the boys i said good luck too thank you awesome i will thank you so much nev <laughs>